Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything except for our day jobs. Well, listen, Kayla's been such a delight to have on the podcast, so I just keep asking her to come back on, and she keeps saying yes. So here we are. Kayla's back with us today. Da-da-da. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about backpacking. Not nature backpacking, but like tourism backpacking, or maybe anti-tourism backpacking. I don't really know. <laughs> Um, so where, where have you been backpacking? Where have your travels taken you? <laughs> so I love when you asked me to come on and you were like, have you done any backpacking? And I was like, as long as you mean like being poor, stumbling around the world and not like <laughs> sleeping in the woods. <laughs> not like Bear grills backpacking, like travel backpacking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I've done it for a bit. Um, my very first ever backpacking trip was, um, uh, I went to Europe with a friend of mine and we we flew into London and we were there for a couple of days and we spent a couple of days in France and then we spent the remaining uh, two weeks kind of wandering around Italy. So that was my first um, adventure. And then she flew home um, and I actually got on another plane and flew over to Malaysia um, on my own. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. And then I backpacked around Malaysia for a week and then, um, and then I went up to Thailand and I was in Thailand um, for just about three months. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And I always kind of intended to travel around, like go to Vietnam or Indonesia because you're over there anyway. And then I just fell in love with Thailand. So I ended up staying. So that was the biggest one. Then I did, I did a month backpacking in Australia. And then my most recent one was um, three weeks in, in Europe again, in uh, the Netherlands and Germany and Belgium with my little sister. Wow. You've, <laughs> you've done a fair bit of this then. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So my first question is because I have I have never done any backpacking, which will become increasingly apparent as this podcast goes on. <laughs> I felt like when I was asking you about beer on the last podcast, I was like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm going to sound so stupid. That is only going to uh, increase exponentially when we talk about backpacking because I have done almost no traveling and I've done no backpacking whatsoever. Oh, man. Well, I can tell you all about it. And you didn't sound stupid on the beer one. That's good question. <laughs> so... A few of my friends listened to the beer podcast and they were like, I've never seen you drink beer. And I'm like, that is correct. Yes, I don't really. I've tried a few beers and I don't really like the taste of very many of them that I found. And um, so, yeah, so they were like, I don't understand why you're interested in this even a little bit. I'm like, that's part of the reason I'm interested in it. I don't know anything about it. And there's some people that really like this stuff. (laughs) When I... uh... When I said, I don't know how adventurous you are in your beer drinking and you made a little noise, I was like, so not really. (laughs) So we have these like shot glasses at at home and every once in a while my roommate comes home with a beer and they're like, you need to try this. So they'll pour me the tiniest cup of beer. So I just have this little shot glass of beer that I sip and I'm like, ah, I just, cause it feels wasteful. Cause beers don't come in like tiny sizes. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So like you could, it's, it's hard to sample a lot of beers I, I've found. Cause I don't want to drink a whole one if it's, I won't say it's gross, but if, if I don't like, if I take a sip, I'm like, oh, that doesn't. So for me, it's like, well, I haven't had the opportunity to try a lot of beers, but now my roommate and I have this system where he just pours me the tiniest cup of beer that I can just hold and sip and be like, Meh, I don't know. <laughs> That's brilliant. I hope someday yeah. that you find them that you're like, oh, this is the one. This is- <laughs> I will definitely, you will be the first person I tell when that day comes. <laughs> Amazing. But back to backpacking. So 
how do you decide, because I'm definitely the type of person where I like, the first couple times I do something, I like to go with someone who knows what they're doing or knows, you know, has done something similar to that whatever activity we're doing before. So when you went backpacking the first time, did you do any kind of research? Did you just go with your friend who knew what they were doing or did you find everything out kind of on the fly? <laughs> oh no, we, uh, <laughs> neither of us had ever been backpacking before. I did a bit of traveling with my family growing up. So I was pretty comfortable with like airports and things like that. But, you know, we tried to do our research and like reading, you know, people will write like packing lists of what you should bring or not bring or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you get there and you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> Like no idea whatsoever. So first of all, I have this backpack and my my parents are so sweet. They bought me my backpack to go backpacking with. And it was a great backpack, beautiful. But this thing was 80 liters, which like if you've never seen, you know, or know about like litered backpacks, it's huge. I could probably fit in it. And I'm like not a small person. <laughs> like it's so big and um, it's ridiculous. Like I would travel with like half the size. I brought this thing and I, I like packed it pretty full and so then I'm, I'm trying to like cart this thing around the streets of London you're trying to like walk and you can never find your hostel and you're like trying to follow directions in a new city and this was back when like Google Maps didn't exist yet okay. it was so long ago so you just have like a paper map you picked up at the subway and you're like you've got this like 80 liter backpack that's so full this thing probably weighed like I don't even know 40 pounds and you're lost and you're jet lagged and you're wandering through the street yeah so and I mean like you learn as you go and you kind of like ditch stuff as you go give things away I brought like five books that was dumb <laughs> but yeah so even I feel like even if you do your research you're always gonna kind of have to learn on the fly what's one thing that that you brought and you're like oh my goodness I'm so thankful I brought this like something that you used again and again oh you know what okay it's something that I didn't bring when we were flying over to London the airplane gave us like these little like microfiber blankets for on the plane which mm -hmm. was very lovely and then I kept it with me after we got off the plane and then I realized I hadn't like brought a towel and I hadn't brought like a sheet or a blanket of my own or anything like that so I actually ended up keeping this like airplane microfiber blanket with me for the next three months oh my goodness <laughs> because I needed like my own towel that I didn't bring so that would be the thing that like that I didn't bring but was so grateful to have had <laughs> yeah fair enough so how does that so I'm thinking like somewhere like a bigger city like London for example it's probably pretty easy to find any of the amenities that you would need yeah definitely like it's it's certainly like when you fly into a bigger city at first, especially, I mean, even if you're flying to like Bangkok, right, it's still a big city. So if you forget stuff, you can go, you know, find it and pick it up. But when you're on a budget too, you want to kind of make sure that you bring what you need. So you're not, right. especially in a place like London where everything's twice as expensive. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Once you start, cause I, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like part of the adventure of backpacking is that you get to see and do some of the stuff that are maybe not necessarily uh, a stereotypical tourist destination or tourist activity. Like, you, um, like, did you find when you're traveling you were a little bit more integrated into the places you were staying? Did you find that it was kind of like, no, it's just it's just traveling on a budget. Oh, definitely. Like I think for me, I guess the way that I love to travel, even if I'm not backpacking is, um, I, I tend to not 
always research what the like touristy must do things are in a city. I'll just kind of show up and like find a coffee shop to hang out in or just wander down the street. And people will be like, oh, you went to such and such place. Did you see this super famous thing? And I'm like, no. I'm like, but I met like a stray cat in a coffee shop. (laughs) But the thing about backpacking is you're a lot more mobile. When you travel with a suitcase, you can't really carry it. So you want to like exit the airport, take a cab to your hotel, leave your luggage there. Whereas when Mm -hmm. you're backpacking, because you can hold it on your back, you can kind of get a little creative. You can take public transit or, you know, you can uh, like kind of walk through the streets looking for things to do. Um, So I think that kind of allows you a bit more freedom to maybe not take the easiest, most convenient, yet more expensive kind of way of doing things, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your first bit of backpacking, you're with someone. How was it different for you when you went off and kind of did your own thing? Like being by yourself, being a woman by yourself traveling, where did you feel at times sometimes where you're like, oh, I kind of wish I had a battle buddy for the most part, were you kind of like, no, I'm okay to hang out by myself? It was a little bit of both. Like when I was, when I was with my friend, we could kind of do a lot more stuff. Like we could um, sort of stay out later at night, maybe have some drinks because we were together. And so for the first little bit, when I flew over to Asia and let me say, like, I actually found Asia where I was felt very safe. Like I didn't go looking for trouble or anything and I was pretty responsible about it, but Mm-hmm. I didn't feel super in danger, even though I was a woman traveling alone. Okay. But I definitely had to be way more careful at the beginning. You know, like I wouldn't stay out super late at night or I wouldn't go super far from my hostel or, you know, that kind of thing until I started making some friends. And then I'd be able to kind of hang out with them. Right. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was a little bit lonely at first. But then once I got used to it, I really liked sort of being on my own schedule, you know, like because I don't always like to stuff my days full of like tourist activities and excursions and things like that. Sometimes I like to just like drink coffee on the beach yeah it's slow <laughs> so. that is definitely more my speed especially when you know some people travel for the experience of traveling but I feel like a lot of people integrate traveling with a vacation right and so I I know definitely for myself not necessarily international travel but even when I'm traveling you know out to the east coast out to the west coast right I definitely have those days where I'm like I actually need to decompress because this is also my vacation I'm not just yeah know. yeah like I've been on week-long vacations with people where and no fault to them because they were amazing but we did so many cool things that I get back and I'm like oh my goodness I'm tired (laughs) yeah exactly I like to take it slow (laughs) yeah how do you find hostels like I know I realize nowadays it's probably a lot of just like internet searching but did you find you would arrive somewhere and just kind of word of mouth ask around or um, how are you finding places to stay oh this is this is something that I learned the hard way I always love the idea of just sort of like just showing up to a place seeing where the wind takes me just finding somewhere to stay and no (laughs) it's it's that's a really good way to be exhausted and wandering around the streets in the dark with a 50 pound backpack so what I would usually recommend for people to do and what I do now is at least book yourself somewhere to stay the first night that you get to a new place because then you know you know where your bed is you've just been traveling all day and so like I've looked I've done it a bunch of different ways I, I use hostel world a lot it's like they have an app, but it's a website and they kind of have, um, it's like one of those hotel booking websites. You can just search the place you're going to and it'll show you all the hostels and 
reviews and photos and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I tend to, when I'm going somewhere, I'll like book a hostel at least for the first night or for the first couple nights if I'm going to stay there for a bit. And then that'll give me a chance to sort of like have somewhere to sleep while I sort of like explore the area without a backpack. And then if I find somewhere really cool, then I'm not kind of tied down to stay and I can move to a new hostel and try that out. But I've definitely made the mistake of, of not planning enough in advance and being really like, I hope I find somewhere to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, when you're, so this is, this is very much the way my brain works. And this is perhaps my introverted self worrying about things that I probably wouldn't need to worry about when I'm traveling. But especially I'm thinking if you're, if you're spending time in Thailand and stuff, that's fairly humid area. <laughs> so when you're traveling, like my concern is like, okay, do you just like hand wash all your clothes? Is it just, or do you just accept the fact that you're bringing like two pairs of clothes and these are the clothes you wear and when they get worn out, you buy different clothes? <laughs> I think it, it it definitely depends on on where you are and how long you're staying. So when I was in Thailand, um, it yeah, it's very humid. So I had, you know, I had enough clothes that, you know, could fit in my backpack and have a couple of changes. Mm-hmm. Um and but then there actually they have these laundromats it's amazing so you you bring your dirty clothes to the laundromat in a bag and you give it to them Mm -hmm. and then um you know you pay x amount and then when you come back to get your clothes the next day they're all washed and like folded like they fold all your clothes and they put them back in this like bag all (laughs) folded and they they smell all nice and I was like wow that's like I didn't even have to do my own laundry and you folded it for me yeah (laughs) can I do that here (laughs) right Uh, I know so that was the best but definitely like (laughs) um as like as you've been wearing clothes over and over again and getting washed over and over again in the humidity they definitely start to get a little weird like the texture gets a bit soft and like they never quite fit the same after like the summer (laughs) I got home I can't wear anymore because it's all like kind of like weirdly stretched out from the humidity (laughs) yeah well and I know like I know me I'm a sweaty individual so like add humidity to that and I'm like oh man like my clothes would just be an absolute mess all the time oh man Uh, you have to have a plastic bag for your dirties because they are so much stinkier than they are here where it's so dry mm -hmm. so if you if you put anything dirty back in your backpack for like a travel day when you're changing locations you'll just open it up and you'll be like oh my god oh like when you (laughs) put like hot gym shoes in your gym bag yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's like that. I actually think I I went through like three or four pairs of shoes because they would just get so stinky that I was like, I can't put these back in my bag. So I just like <laughs> throw them away. <laughs> See, listeners, you wanted to come and hear, learn about backpacking. And I've asked the right questions so that Kayla can just paint the ro- most romanticized picture <laughs> of traveling. You could go have your Julia Roberts moment and your shoes might make you throw up if you leave them in your bag. <laughs> we're keeping it real here (laughs) well and honestly like that is very much the types of things I worry about like I I have never hidden the fact that I'm a high anxiety individual so traveling is a bit um tough for me just because I I enjoy it once I'm there but I'm definitely the type of person where I like my routine and I like to know how things are gonna go so like for me worrying about laundry is very much something that I would be like on the plane being like what if there's nowhere to wash my clothes and I can't find a sink and I wear the same shirt for 32 days straight (laughs) (laughs) so you know these are the questions that I need answered so thank you you. (laughs)
when in doubt just throw it away and buy a new one yeah fair <laughs> it's enough. not the most environmentally responsible but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes it's just too bad well that's very that's good for me to know i don't know if anyone else would be terribly interested in that information but for me for sure for maybe the last bit of the podcast here then do you have a, a couple stories of like your favorite backpacking moments or like lessons that you learned that were like oh my goodness this changed the way i think about things oh wow that's kind of a big question that is a big question i like that though um i think definitely the thing that I, I think the thing that a lot of people would say about going traveling is you know like learning to kind of like go with the flow and expect the unexpected which is all very true but i think i really showed up kind of expecting to do kind of what i'd seen in the movies or read about or you just like just go and you've got no destination and no plan and this amazing thing unfolds for you mm -hmm. and it doesn't always happen like that you kind of got to give it a little nudge you know <laughs> <laughs> like more planning was required than i expected um, but just having that little bit of planning, like knowing where to sleep, that kind of opens you up to have more incredible, amazing adventures happen to you because you're not so stressed out about the little things. The other thing that I would absolutely say, which might make you feel anxious, is when you travel anywhere, the best food you could ever find comes like from a restaurant that like doesn't have a door. <laughs> you know, if you want good food, especially like in Southeast Asia where street food is like the thing, like if, it, if the cart looks sketchy and it's like in an alley and you're not really sure about the hygiene, it's probably going to be the best meal you've ever had in that city. So just do it. <laughs> Prepare your body beforehand, you know, eat expired food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I've i spent most of my adult life eating expired food. So that part I'm not afraid of. See, and my own, yeah, my own cooking is probably much worse than anything I, I would find on the street. Have you ever gotten sick while you were traveling? Actually, I haven't, which is bananas. I, I got a really bad cold in Thailand, which was really dumb. <laughs> Who gets a cold in Thailand? I don't know. Yeah. Me. <laughs> but no, I've, I've been really lucky to never get sick from food when I've been traveling, but I assume it's from my like sort of haphazard food safety <laughs> routine at home. Tolerant. Good. I love it. Yeah. I think that's All my right. favorite. Just like, you know, if, if anybody asks you to do something cool and you feel safe about it, just do it. Because even if it's something you never thought you'd be interested in, at least you'll get a good story out of it. Do you have an example? <laughs> sure. Actually, one of my favorite parts about um, the Thailand trip was I had to take this boat out to this island called Koh Tao. Um, and I had no plans for Koh Tao. I had no accommodations, no idea what I was doing. I was just sitting by myself on the deck of the boat. And this um, this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, like, you ever tried scuba diving? And I was like, no, but I've like, always been interested. And he was like, okay, well, he's like, you know, like, if you want like when we get to the island like we've got a dive resort he's like you can come and do your divers training he's like and you get free accommodation while you're doing your diving training and I was like cool a place to stay and a scuba diving <laughs> hookup done so we got off the boat and he got me on his the back of his moped oh my goodness balancing my ridiculous 80 liter 50 pound backpack on his handlebars <laughs> and I'm sitting on the back of this bike of this basically random stranger who says he's gonna take me to a dive shop <laughs> weaving through like the streets of Koh Tao. But because of that, like I fell in love with diving and that's where I met like all of the friends that I met when I was traveling was 
through diving. So that was one of those like, just say yes and maybe good things will happen kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I could have done that, to be honest with you. I don't know if I could have done that. I had listened to like way less true crime 10 years ago. So now I'm fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Now you've got all kinds of imagination fuel in the back of your head. But before then, but it was awesome. That one worked out. (laughs) So did you, when you're meeting friends while you're traveling and stuff like that, are they mostly other tourists that you're meeting up with or? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. Like I definitely made some friends, um, like some Thai friends when I was there and I've met some, some friends who lived in the area, um, Mm -hmm. everywhere else I've been. But most of the time, the places that you meet people are like in the hostel or when you're on like a walking tour or something and you get chatting with other tourists there. So yeah, mostly they're tourists, but because of that, like I've got friends all around the world, like in Australia, Germany and England and which is very cool. So was it any of those friends you met in Thailand? Was that part of the reason for going back backpacking in Europe the second time? Actually, I did meet up with some friends. So I, I met these friends in Thailand, this couple, they're so great. And I actually, so I've met them. I, I caught up with them in Australia when I went backpacking there. And then the last time that I went to Europe, I caught up with them in London as well. So um, even though I just love traveling and I love going everywhere, sometimes I can definitely be kind of more leaning towards somewhere where I've got friends so that we can mm-hmm. they can show me around and I can stay with them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Do you have any other backpacking stories for us? One more to close out the podcast? One more to close out the podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this was just about near the end of my trip. And so I was getting pretty good at it, feeling pretty comfortable. But my backpack was getting very heavy with souvenirs to bring home. (laughs) And we were walking up the stairs to our hostel um, somewhere in Thailand. And the stairs were very steep and we were very tired and it was so hot. And my backpack was so heavy that as I was walking up the stairs, I leaned forward because I was tired. And my backpack went up over my head and I like upward somersaulted up the (laughs) stairs and just... (laughs) Like, fell so hard. Oh my goodness. It was probably, I wish I had a video. It was probably the dumbest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Oh man. Did it, were there witnesses? Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, many. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So what, uh, do you have like a favorite place you've been so far? Oh, I have, okay, I have two. So the one of them is Koh Tao in Thailand that I was talking about because it's Mm -hmm. just this little scuba divers island and it's absolute paradise. Like everything you can imagine about Thai paradise, it's that. And my other favorite is Berlin, actually. Okay. Opposite. Berlin is just the coolest city. There's so much history. There's so much culture and there's so much art. So those are those are my two very favorites so far. Well, Kayla, where can they find you? If they want more, more of all the things that you do. Oh, um, I guess probably the the best place to follow me would be on Instagram. And uh, that is at five yellow lines. So the whole word five and then yellow lines. And I'll take it in the description down below. As always, um, you can also look at uh, Empower Pole Fitness. Um, you guys are doing one-on-one classes now. We are, yes. Yeah, so if you're in the Lethbridge area, you should pop in and, and check those out. Are you guys still doing all your weekly online classes and all that good stuff? We are, we are indeed. We're doing both. And you know, while you're popping in for a pole class, maybe, uh, you know, go down the street to... Uh, theoretically brewing maybe pick up some beer I don't know might as well make a day of it make sure as we talked about last time make sure you do the pole stuff before you do the alcohol stuff of course safety first um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like always Kayla it's so fun having you on the podcast thanks for having me again you can find all my content on aluminumlinings.com I just launched a podcast with my mom called the hey mom hey mac podcast where we have a ton of fun she responds to a lot of my haphazard adult and uh yeah those have just been super super fun so you can find all that on aluminumlinings.com 
uh, that's it. Good luck, have fun, and don't talk to strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye! Just a quick reminder that my book is available for pre-order at AluminumLinings.com. It's called When Death Runs in the Family, and it's about... It's a comedy about death's illegitimate child who decides to overthrow the underworld. It's really fun and lighthearted, and I am really excited to share it with you guys. So pre-orders are open on my website now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>